It was a slight on my honor, so he deserved it. But we're talking about the most brilliant mind this world has ever seen. See, see, see. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brunch Breakdown. Hey, we here. Hey, brunch 16. Ooh, getting deep now. Getting deep. It's a lot of brunches. Tons. There's never too much brunch, though. Like, how many times do you officially go to brunch in a year, do you think? 52 weeks in a year. You don't uh, get brunch once a week. Like, if you do, you're you going to charm life. You should. I wish, I wish we could, but I don't. Uh, I put it around... Jeez, I don't know, 15 to 18, somewhere in that range. Yeah. So we're in the money, we're in the money brunch range right now. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that with this being 16. We're in that, we're in that money range. Yeah. No, that's really true because I was thinking like maybe, I feel like maybe 20, but that means like you have to be like on your game. If like you're gonna get 20 brunches in, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, so yeah. you gotta thinking. have like like all your friends either are too young to get married or are all already married, so you don't have like weddings that you have to go to. Right. Uh, you probably shouldn't have a lot of friends if you get to go to like 20 some brunches because if you have friends you're gonna have all kinds of commitments and stuff that you have but to but you do. also have more brunch possibilities yeah that's true true cool. and, a, and a lonely brunch probably shouldn't even count no single brunch that's, that's what this episode title is no lonely brunches no lonely brunches I love it it's brunch happening. is not for singles no it's not it's just not Everyone's having fun drinking mimosas, and you're over there by yourself. Like it's yeah. not like going to dinner by yourself. I've gone to dinner by myself on like work trips and stuff, and that's actually pretty relaxing, right? But like brunch yeah. by yourself, nah, you can't do that. That's the thing. That's yeah. a great point because normally you go to brunch with family or friends. Mm -hmm. So imagine if you're at a big table with like ten people, and then you look to the right, and there's just one lonely Dan having brunch by himself. Right. I think brunch rules should state that you invite lonely Dan to your table. That, is, that should be a brunch roll. Unless he's creepy. Community table. Well, he's not if we're talking about him, but <laughs> other people could be. You can judge a book by its cover in this instance. But, yeah, yes, because brunch is about the discussion. That's why this is the brunch breakdown. Yes. It's basically the discussion at brunch yes. while you have your brunch. Uh -huh. This is what the brunch breakdown is for, is for single brunchers so they can have the conversations in their head with us. You know, there it is. Look at this. Wow. It only took us 16 episodes to figure <laughs> out why we're here. Did we just figure <laughs> out our audience? And it's suitable for everyone. We just it's figured out our everyone audience. too. Wow. Anybody can, you can listen to it in groups and lonely you can pause brunchers. and have discussions. But it's for lonely brunchers. Wow. That's our audience. Hashtag lonely brunchers. <laughs> Shout out to you listening on Stitcher and Google Play and iTunes and everything else. <laughs> Honestly, wow. You're going to see the single brunch market just skyrocket in yes. this country no one should ever have to brunch alone no ever and that's what we're here for so brunch, you're just sitting there with your head got you you're, you're sitting there with your headphones in drinking your mimosa having whatever delicious treats you've decided to order mm -hmm. and we're there we're there for you welcome to brunch ladies and gentlemen <laughs> wow what an intro what an intro <laughs> let's just shut it down right now seriously I mean, done, right? let's go home <laughs> it's it. done what brunch are we 16? listening to uh, i'm listening to dan's intro over and over again that's <laughs> yeah. what i'm doing <laughs> We should set that to some like epic background music. What we just did, our first couple of minutes here, that intro was fantastic. 
fire. Absolutely. Wow. Well, Chris, hit them with the drop. Tell them where they can find the brunch breakdown. Yeah, so uh, the brunch breakdown is on iTunes. Go to iTunes, search Ooh. for the brunch breakdown, and hit subscribe. It's also on Twitter at brunch breakdown. Uh, we're on Facebook, so you can find a Facebook page. Give it a like. Like it, baby. Why not like something today? <laughs> exactly. You know? <laughs> um, and uh, it is online at chrisanddampodcast.com. Uh, Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. That's me. Didi is on Twitter at DidiIsBoard. Yep. That's him. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. That is you. It is. Also him. And uh, you out there, the lonely bruncher, are the listener. And we welcome you. We welcome you to the Brunch Breakdown. Brunch 16, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Well, guys, you, you had a, uh, well, you guys had a great uh, situation yesterday. Big tailgate. Pitt beat Penn State yesterday. So. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your day. Um, it literally wrecked me. <laughs> <laughs> As all uh, good tailgates should, by the way. Yeah, true. I, uh, I got home from the, and I know I'm like jumping all the way to the end, but I got home from the game <laughs> and laid down to take a nap because I had a hockey game later that night. I'm like, yeah, I'll lay, I don't need to set an alarm. I'll just, uh, you know, wake up whenever I wake up and then, uh, you know, have some dinner and then go play my hockey game. And, over two and a half hours later, Kate, fiance Katie wakes me up and says, uh, you have a hockey game in 20 minutes, and I missed that hockey game. <laughs> no good. Yeah, I think you made the right decision. Yeah, and then like two hours later, I just went to, went to bed for the night. Um, but that should kind of tell you how amazing the tailgate and the football game experience was. It was quite amazing. For those that don't know, because we do have listeners across the country, yeah. Pitt-Penn State rivalry renewed within the state of Pennsylvania – Playing for the first time in 16 years. Yeah. Heated rivalry stopped the first time they uh, met on the field again in Pittsburgh and Heinz Field. Chris and I were both lucky enough to be there. So this was a huge, huge sporting event. In fact, it was the highest attended sporting event in the history of the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Just under 70,000 people there. So that was pretty crazy. Uh, a high noon kickoff, which meant a 7 a.m. tailgate, which meant a 5 a.m. wake-up call to get in line <laughs> to tailgate. We had to literally wait in line for over a half hour to get into the tailgate lot before it opened. Yeah. Just building the amount of greatness that was about to bestow upon us in <laughs> a tremendous, tremendous tailgate and a beautiful day. Yeah, it was good, man. Uh, we got there at like 6.30, got into the lot after 7, and then, I mean, it was just on. It was on. It was on like Donkey Kong. Tell we me organized it. Oh. Oh. It's like... No like, holds barred when it came to the food. I feel like it was any food you could think of because we're it, nice. it was, it was like a pretty we do we organize one tailgate per year via social media and we basically just tell people you know just bring whatever you want and uh, if you don't want to bring stuff just chip in a few bucks and you can have you know beers or food or whatever. Yep. And everybody brought something, so we just had like way too much of everything. A lot because it was breakfast and lunch combined because of how early it was. There were. A lot of donuts, pumpkin donuts, uh, mini cinnamon rolls, mini muffins. There was a fruit platter, uh, a lot of dips, a lot of sandwiches, which nice. was a clutch move mm -hmm. on a day like to, day like uh, Saturday. It was it was endless. I can't even. Br gr had a tent set up in the damn parking lot we were in. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, sweet. Yeah, there was a multitude of beverage selections that you could. Uh, that you could only imagine. Yeah, we had so people like travel in from all parts of the country to to come to this game, and 
we had people bring in beers from where they were from and like all these people were doing like official beer exchanges where yes. like people yeah. from North Carolina would exchange beer with people from like Connecticut and stuff. It was it was awesome. Dude, it that's was, what's up. It was Yeah, man, yeah, it was a good so time. Definitely a, a great time. Got a, a lot of people gathered for that event and we uh we went hard. <laughs> we went hard <laughs> for the game and we thought that might be the hardest part, but sure in hell was not. Because the game uh, tugged at the uh, heartstrings a little bit, down to the wire. Yeah, it ended up winning forty-two to thirty-nine, with kind of a uh, last-minute seal the deal interception. It was exhausting. It was like a four-hour game. I got extremely sunburned. A lot of sun. Shouts out to the sun. I know you see it in California a lot, baby. Shouts out to the sun. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a long, long day. Exhausting. You came home and had your nap and and it did I not just, go to I just had game. my bed. I just yeah. had my I had my night time. I was so tempted to do that, but then I wanted to watch the UFC fight, so I had to tell myself to stay away because there's always the risk of grogginess post nap. Yeah, it's Which always right and set the set the alarm because I feel like if you can naturally wake up out of a nap, you're gonna feel better than like, True. getting True. forced out of a nap. And that's what I was gonna have to do because prelims started at like seven thirty or eight. Main card was at ten, and I wanted to stay up and watch it. I don't know why I did. <laughs> I'm tired. I uh, was awake for 21 hours, but we're okay. A little rejuvenated, a little coffee, a little pumpkin spice in your life. That'll get you going. Oh, my God. Brunch will do it for you anytime. Did have a little bit of brunch today, so all good. But it was a it was a hell of a Saturday to kick off. You know, college football's back. It's been two weeks now. So there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on in college football, and it was cool to have that so early in the season to kind of exhaust us. I suppose. Yeah. But dude, it was a great game though. I, I was like, I was unbelievably yeah. surprised how like entertained I was by the game because I thought the game was going to be like, I don't know, I don't know, 21 to 18 or something so like that. So did everybody like, else. I thought it was going to be a super boring <laughs> game. Like I woke up at like 9am. I was like, I'm going to watch it. Let's, you know, let's see what happens. And cause I was like, there's no other good games on college football that day that I actually cared about. So I was like, well, I'm not right. going to miss the one that I actually want to watch. So I get up, I watch it and I'm like, all right, well, Pitt looks like they're rolling. And then, all right, Penn State goes. And then McSorley is, like, in the zone. Like, I'm looking at the last drive, and it was like, you know, in basketball, whatever, you, you know, a player goes down the court, they hit, like, two jumpers in a row or, like, two three-pointers in a row. And then they come – and then the next time you they come down, you know the ball's going to them, and they're just going to shoot it from wherever they have the ball. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened with McSorley yesterday. Like, that's, like, that's all I was thinking about. I was like, ah, oh, bad time for a heat check, dude. Bad yeah. time for a heat check. Because he was just <laughs> feeling himself. Like, I'm like, that wasn't Franklin's fault. Like, that wasn't anybody else's fault but his right. own. Like, he was feeling himself cool. on that last throw. He was like, nah, dude, I'm in the zone. I got this. Crowd silent. Let's get this. And it's like, yeah. uh, and uh, oh, damn. It's interesting, too, because the whole, like, the whole scouting report on him was that, like, he sometimes can let his confidence get the best of him. And like that he throw did. was a was Precisely. a microcosm yeah. of what he is as a quarterback. Yeah, it was a heat check. I mean, that's literally what it was. It's just in football, you know, your heat check can lead to an interception. In basketball, your heat check, you know, you just miss a shot, they get the rebound, you go back down, you live again. But yeah, yeah that's what happened yesterday. But it was a hell of a game. I was unbelievably entertained, and yeah, and it was funny. I was looking at somebody like tweeted one of the like stats or something during the game. Like they neither team had scored. Like both teams hadn't scored over like thirty points in the same game in the history of the series. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I was like, wow. Football well, was really we, lame back then. 
we were both on the same page as yeah right <laughs> we were both on the same page as you like in our preview episode we both said i think we both predicted a four point win i think both of our predictions were like in the 20s i was like 20, 20s yeah wow. like 27 23 and i was 24 to 20 yeah and uh i think it surprised everybody how high scoring it was but it was fun yeah man. i don't know i mean it's just like again i know we have a lot of national uh listeners but like if you don't know anything about pit football i'll just sum it up pretty quickly that's exactly how pit football operates like, yeah <laughs> it can never be easy no and they were up significantly 28 7 at one point at 28 7 and it felt good and then the fourth quarter come around and it got closer, but you kind of knew it was going to. You kind of had that feeling in the back of your head. Like you said, that's how pit, pit football does it traditionally. And uh, I came out with a win. So nice. it was a nice celebratory day. You go home smiling. Oh, I feel so good, dude. Yeah. I can't. It's going to be a great week. Like, I'm so happy. So well, I'm so happy. Well, I'm happy weekend? that your day – I'm happy your day went super well. I get super jealous when you have these huge tailgates because I'm just like, man – Wish I could be there. Well, so Dee, but yeah, when Pitt, West Virginia, oh, uh, God. renews that rivalry in like I don't know, twenty four years or whenever. We'll all have it is ten kids by then, or something. Yeah. Like we'll all have like no, we'll have like ten year olds by then. Like that's just I know, right? ridiculous. Like well, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Oh, wait, I thought it was twenty twenty two, or twenty twenty three or something. Maybe that's when the series ends. Yeah. Uh, okay, it might be. All right. It's, well, that's actually not that far away. It's, yeah, it's either 2019 or 20. Well, we'll have to okay. we'll have to organize something yeah. with you for that. Oh yeah, there's no question. I'll, I'll yeah, because as soon as the Pitt Penn State, uh, there's only a four game series. As soon as that ends, it goes right into Pitt West Virginia the next year. And, so it might okay. be 2020. Because it would just be crazy for them to all play each other. Like it would just be dumb. Nuts. <laughs> yeah, just, right. Oh, I'll do that. Like you can't have that. That would just be just terrible for everyone. We don't want to set attendance records every year, do we? No, no. you would never. No, you would never want to have 69,000 people in a stadium. At a, never. No, why would you want that? Like, why would you want that when you can have 30,000 there for Villanova? Like, why? Yeah. Why? You know? Yeah, why right? would you ever want that? You know? It's Too terrible. much money. You Too know? much money. Yeah, yeah, seriously. West Virginia played Youngstown State. And I'm like, why did anybody go? Like, why? Why do you go? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Like, yeah. just absolutely ridiculous. Good God. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What a weekend indeed. Yeah, yeah, guys. What have you been up to, Didi? Dude, I've been, you know, I ch- I've been up to like not much. I've been kind of like working a ton. I've got a bunch of stuff happening that I can't really talk to you guys about on the cool. brunch breakdown, but I can talk to you about it after the brunch breakdown. All but, right. Yeah, but there's some things happening that where you could hear my show on a very popular app coming up very soon. So I'm very excited about that. So yeah, I've just been in a lot of meetings. And I don't know how many meetings you guys are in in your day, but meetings are possibly the worst thing in the world. I they love a good meeting. Are. Well, I hate yeah. meetings. Dan's meetings are with himself when he runs his own. <laughs> that's company. true. No, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Dan does have meetings by himself. But eight-hour meetings, eight-hour meetings, five days a week. You know, I, can, I can totally see Dan like typing up an agenda for himself. <laughs> minutes, and then I take the minutes. He takes his own. Meeting. Like, all right, minutes. who wants to go over the minutes from the last meeting? How about Dan? Okay, great. <laughs> Your whole day is just one yeah. long meeting with yourself. It's a long. It takes a lot because I have to do all the talking. You know, I have to talk for everybody. Oh, it's man. exhausting. But, uh, we get through it. We get through it. No, I, I love a good meeting. Oh you know? God, I hate them. I just I hate them so much because you. It's Go like meeting. Because I feel like for me, it's like I have to constantly like tell these people why, tell people why something's gonna work and why you know this is gonna work, why you should do this, and it's just They're like selling. they look at me like I'm crazy. They'll have this like blank look on their face, and I'm just like. Guys, like, 
just just let me just just let me live. Like I can't I, I don't like yeah. explaining things to you anymore. Just just agree with me and we can leave this meeting. So I don't know. And right. I've and I've come to the point where like I feel like most meetings can be covered in an email now. And like I sit in meetings where I'm like, all right, why are we why are we here? What are we doing? But you know. True. That, that's, true. that's my life at this point. It's been a lot of meetings and a lot of work, but um but yeah, so and then Dan comes in on Tuesday. So then my life Ooh. just gets complete blown up after that. So I've been kind Upside of down. working a done <laughs> I've been working a ton to kind of get that together. So yeah. Make sure you follow Steel City Dan twenty two on Twitter, Instagram. And Snapchat for a wild week in LA. Let me just say that right now. We may, we coming for you. Did you even buy a return flight? Uh, no. (laughs) There you go. Confirmed, confirmed no. That's a hard no. That's a hard no. Just to let you know, just to let you know what happens whenever Dan comes to LA, he does not buy a return flight. And then it comes to a point where (laughs) my girlfriend goes, um, so is Dan leaving or no? When's Dan leaving? Like, oh, I guess I should buy a ticket home. Okay. You just wake up one morning and he won't be there anymore. It's usually how it works. Exit. Exit stage left. No goodbyes. Just out. That's how it works. Until next time. Always leave them wanting more. That's the key. Ooh, how are we going to record during the week? We have to figure that out. We'll talk. All right. Cool. We'll talk. Anyway, that'll be fun. What are you guys doing in LA? Beyonce on Wednesday. Dodger Stadium. Queen. The Queen. Which we're going to talk about with her, the VMAs here shortly. That's also yes. on the on the menu. Fiance Katie's going to hate me for saying this, but she thought Beyonce's name was Badonde. I can't remember if we ever like recap that Wait, on the recent breakdown. What? No, it wasn't that recent, but I just make fun of her. Oh, Badonde. Oh, yeah. Katie. Katie, 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 Katie. <laughs> that Katie. hurts. Jeez. That hurts. Uh, Chance the Rapper Saturday. That's still yes, going? Yes, Chance the Rapper on Saturday. It's going to be a big week. It's going to be a big he week. Touring? Is he supposed to be touring with Beyonce at some point? Didn't I hear something about that? Or did he ever like perform with Beyonce or something? He may have. Well, based on how he reacted at the VMAs. Yeah, when he, when that's he got what hugged. I was surprised about because like he she hugged him and he like freaked out. And then I thought I heard somebody say like they were performing together. Well, or something. no, they're like he's they're like friends. Like he's hung out with them. There's a lot of pictures of them of him and like Jay Z and Beyonce like at places. And like he even name checks her on the album and stuff. And like that's why that whole thing was weird. It was like wait, you know her. Like, it's not like me. Like, he looked like any of us, and Beyonce came up and, like, interrupted our interview. You know what I mean? Like, if Beyonce yeah. walked behind you guys and, like, interrupted the Brent's breakdown right now, that's how you would react. <laughs> not Chance the Rapper, who knows Beyonce. I was like, this is kind of weird, but, you know, yeah. whatever. That was, that was weird. That was weird. Yeah. That was weird. But since so, we just talked VMAs, let's talk VMAs. Let's, let's slide into it. Let's, let's slide into let's it. Let's slide into it. Um, it goes down. And, right. a, lot of, uh, a lot of things to cover. <laughs> From the VMAs. First, I want to ask you guys just before we get into like performances, the kind of method that they used where there was no real host. Yeah. And they just kept throwing it back to everybody. Key and Peel were kind of Ugh. at the desk doing their thing. I hate Key and Peel so much. <laughs> get the hell out of I here. I hate them so much, dude. I don't find anything they do funny. And I was just like, oh. and as soon as they came on the screen, I was like, I really don't even want to watch this anymore. Like, I was just like, it's just really. Terrible. Yeah, I just don't like them, but, you know, go on. I'm sorry Chris, I interrupted you, I, I hate Keenan Peele. you like them? I think half of the stuff they do on their show is hilarious, and I, and then the other half I think they just completely miss with it. Okay. But I do think some of their stuff is funny. I thought on the VMAs they were just about as annoying as you could possibly be. Wow. Yeah. All right. So I'm in the minority there. I did not enjoy it. I thought they, they were good. I think they were great. But I thought – that with that weird annoying girl backstage who has her sh- that show coming on MTV. Oh yeah, like 
She the, she was the only thing more annoying than Keith. Yeah, <laughs> I think the idea the the idea of doing the show without a host was a terrible idea. But there was a terrible idea. They're throwing it back. DJ Khaled, and it's like, and then, uh, what's his face from SNL was there? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, he used to be on SNL. He's not now. S- yeah, yeah, right. But I know what you're talking about. The guy that does all the impressions. Yeah. Versus Lost. Pharaoh, he was there, but Pharaoh, it was like, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, you know. Yeah, matter. him. Spakes yeah. are great. Anyways, great. Podcast. But they were throwing it back. Did, did uh, Didi, did you like the idea of the no host thing? Did you think it was it went over well? Yeah, I'm cool with the no host as long as the the show flows well. The show didn't flow well. Like there were obviously right. issues backstage with like getting yeah, sets they were, like, put up together and everything. Because there were a lot of there was a lot of like vamping and stuff like that. Because you can yeah. tell when when they I think Diddy was the first person on the stage and he just rambled. And yeah. you could tell it was just like, but Diddy's a professional. It's not like he's not used to being in those situations. But you could tell, like, he was told to, like, slow down. Because he was like, he's like hip-hop. He's like, this is the VMAs. This is hip-hop. This is Brooklyn. <laughs> this is Queens. Shout out to Hell's <laughs> Kitchen. And it just yeah. started saying boroughs in New York, which you can do for an yeah. hour. So it, like, worked. But, like, you could tell that he just was like, he was like, shout out to Ciroc. See these shoes? Sean John. Like he just Don't forget, Bad Boy. Bad Boys are back on tour this summer. Yeah. Catch me to City Near You. Yeah. Like, coming. Diddy has coming. stuff to say, but you could just tell, like, MTV, like, this isn't on the prompter. Like, this is someone saying right. in his ear, like, Diddy, we need you to just, you know, be Diddy and just keep going until right. we tell you to stop. But, yeah. But- Everything had, like, three intros, too. It's like they would go to these three random people. And then, like, the actual person that was introducing the act came on. Yeah. It was like, why did we take this long journey to get here? Just introduce <laughs> the performer. I don't know. I think I don't think it flowed well at all either. I think it can be done without a host or even, like, multiple hosts. But I didn't think it flowed well. Chris, I'd love to know what you're thinking. No, I don't think it did. I mean, I was – it was kind of hard – it was kind of hard for me to even pay attention to a, a flow in the show just because every person they would kick it to was more annoying than the last person that talked. So it kind of was driving me crazy, and I ended up tuning out of the show after a while because I just couldn't stand it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess, no, I was not a fan of no host. Perhaps a host might do that better. Unless it's a really annoying person and that one person's talking the whole time. True. Then I'm not going to like that either. They've had like, some of the best hosts like from like 98 to 2003, I felt like. They were just nailing it with the host, and it was well. It was going well, and they've tried a bunch of different stuff to, to revamp it. And I don't know. It's a, it was at Madison Square Garden this year, yeah. which that was that was first time in a while, mm-hmm. right? So you know, I think this. I thought the set was cool. Yeah, the set design was really cool. I thought it was done well, but yeah, uh, yeah the no, the no host thing. I don't know. So other highlights <laughs> in the VMA. Any 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 points stick out to you during the VMAs, guys? Uh, Kanye. Yeah, we can talk. Let's talk Kanye. Might as well. Uh, he had like you, like Didi, like you prefaced last week on brunch fifteen. They gave him four minutes, or whatever it was, to do whatever he wanted to do. He went out there and talked. Yes, and then he <laughs> premiered the video for Faith. Yeah, which is amazing. It's amazing. Which is amazing. Tiana Taylor is. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I don't it's, even know if there's anybody something. on the planet that has a body like Tiana Taylor's. Like, holy crap! I was crap. like, what am I watching? Like, what am I watching? But the song is so good. Oh, the song's amazing. Song's it freaking, incredible. it moves. Well, that's the thing. I didn't need, I didn't even need a music video to make me like that song. No. Like, that right. song is amazing. No. That song's fantastic. But really, can I be completely honest with you guys? The, the, 
the Please. biggest takeaway I have from that video is Iman Shumpert yes. is in it. Absolutely. Yes. That yes. was the biggest like, takeaway. Like, that is the most... Oh, my God. It was just hilarious. I was like, is that... Yes. Is that, that him? Yeah. That's him? Yeah. That was, uh, to me, the... The biggest takeaway. Dude, listener of the Brunch Breakdown, my friend Chris Atella, Hat, as some of you guys know, um, he he said to me after, he was like, all right, well, time for you to defend Kanye's video. I was like, what's there to defend? Life isn't fair? That's Iman Shumpert's, like, fiancé, right? That's his fiancé. Mm -hmm. And Iman Shumpert just won an NBA championship. Right. Like, he goes home to that. And Iman Shumpert, who is a, a – average at best NBA at best. player at best average <laughs> that's his life in 2016 life yeah. isn't fair it's just right. not fair like shump that's Shouts i didn't to shump. know that they were engaged yes. this is the first i ever heard that yes. make it feel a little more comfortable no it makes me maybe not like it as much <laughs> i thought he was just randomly no. in the video oh, like why cool. the hell is he in there no that's like, his what a choice. that is his uh that is his fiance damn what a yes. video, though. What art. It's art. As we as, as the is. brunch is. <laughs> as the brunch is. <laughs> what, um, like, as far as Kanye speaking. Yeah. What, like, what, did you necessarily take anything away from it? Because it felt a lot to me like his perform his performance, his, uh, it's like every time he talks, it's performance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his like rant on i think it was ellen right wasn't he on ellen yeah. Yeah. yeah and he was just like like he had again i could feel like he had like all this stuff in his head he couldn't get it out and he didn't execute it the like like the best but i still i still was like he's kind of inspiring when he tries to yeah. do this stuff yeah because he hits on certain things but then the pro <laughs> the thing with kanye and this is like one of the things that like you he's not rehearsed like Kanye's not as you can tell Kanye's not right. reading off a teleprompter we all know yeah, this yeah, yeah. so Kanye just goes up there with these things in his head so Kanye will say amazing things like you know he'll say you know I want to bring people together like he'll you know talk about Chicago and he hits on like he'll hit on like two points and when you know it's like the rule of three you know the third one's coming and then he'll say something that's like ridiculous then he'll say yeah. shout out Amber <laughs> or that was shout awesome. out Ray J or something that you know was what I mean? hilarious like out of nowhere he'll just say that yeah. and it just completely takes what you had so it's like you're all it's but that's the Kanye West experience you're just gonna get these you know you're gonna be like wow this is amazing and you're gonna like wait what just happened and then it's like whoa and then it's like whoa it's just that's <laughs> that's the Kanye West experience that's Kanye yeah Keep that in mind for uh, biggest Kanye moment of the year when we give out the brunchies. <laughs> Very true. In December. Kanye moment of the year. It's going to be a nominee. It's, it's going to be a nominee. Be amazed. Because we were talking Beyonce a little bit. Let's talk Beyonce where she performed like she took all the lemons and made that lemonade. Yeah, she hijacked I the mean, show. holy shit. Like I was already excited to see Beyonce when I go, I go to LA this week. After I saw this performance, I was like, my mind was blown. And I'm like, holy, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see this live because she did. She stole it. That was incredible. Yeah. And then it made it even look better after the fact that like her and Britney Spears are like the same age. And Britney Spears looked like like somebody's oh, like grandma. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, they're the same age. Like her, Justin, Britney, Usher, they're all like the same age. Yeah. And like wow. Britney looked like someone's grandma. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's let's talk Britney. Chris, your thoughts on Beyonce then real quick. I don't want to oh, I didn't I didn't I didn't see the performance. You tuned out. You yeah, tuned by out. that time I was so annoyed by yeah. everybody. Yeah. I stopped watching. I, I can't I'll go back you. and watch. It's long though. It's long. Yeah. It's long. 
I, so if Britney performed, I didn't see. Well, so right. you didn't miss anything. You no, yeah. I don't know if you can call it a performance. That was absolute <laughs> trash. Absolute trash. I didn't she should catch be, Britney's trash. She should she should be embarrassed because you're right. Now that you made it even that point where they're like the same age. Yeah. I know. I get Britney's doing her Vegas show or whatever. She didn't sing a single word. Doesn't matter. She lip synced the entire thing. Mm. G Easy comes out. So she's singing Me, Myself, and I. She's singing the female part to that. And she grabs a microphone like she's actually singing it. It's like, no, you're just covering up your mouth with a bigger microphone. And it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Because there's this part where she's like stepping, like doing this like step dance. And she's like moving her arms. And so the microphone's like going like up and down her face. Like a big old dick. <laughs> as I'm As I'm motioning to you guys. And so obviously with the microphone... It doesn't pick up sound perfectly, and when you're moving it, you should be able to hear that. It's right. like it was like a perfect track. Like you're obviously not singing this. No, she the wasn't dancing singing. was. Uh, it's like she's in Vegas seven nights a week. I don't know if she's just trying to save her voice, but oh, was that hard? Or maybe to that's watch. what she does in Vegas. Too. It's probably what she. Know. It's probably what she does in Vegas. That's the like, thing. You're not on. You're not watching her in Vegas on TV. There's no close-ups on her face, so the people there probably right. can't have probably a less can't of an idea. Exactly. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. It was it was bad. She did not look good. In another weird yeah. thing about that performance, like it was that um, it, the she's saying the me myself and I song that's BB Rexa and G Easy. Yeah. And the the moment before before they went to commercial Woo! before her performance, they had BB Rexa. She was at the VMAs. Like she was like, oh, oh BB really? Rexa, I didn't see I'm that. At the VMAs, and I was like, oh, that's cool. They're probably oh, gonna yeah. have her come out with G Easy. But no, they had Britney sing it, and I was just like. That is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, literally, think yeah. about this, Chris. Like, this is like you being at a Skunk Eleven show, and they bring I out Patrick <laughs> Stump to sing Hey Christina. They, like, kick <laughs> you off stage, and they bring out Patrick Stump to sing Hey Christina. Like, wh wait, what? Actually, they'd be kind of dope. I <laughs> Given, given, given our uh, vocal histories, that might be the better choice. <laughs> That'd be cool. I don't think Chris would be offended. I don't think anyone would be offended. I think people in attendance would be like, whoa, this got way better. Like like, they, like like, the camera would pan to Chris and he wouldn't be like pissed or weirded out or anything. He'd be like rocking out. <laughs> He'd be so excited. <laughs> He'd be oh, loving it. Like, oh, okay. But I feel like this was the opposite of, of that. Okay, yeah. This yeah. was the, obviously this was the opposite of that. Yes. All right. Yes. It'd be like if you came up for Fall Out Boy and performed like one of their songs instead okay. of Patrick Stump, they'd be yeah. like, and Patrick Stump's in the audience. They're like, Patrick Stump's in the audience. They're like, that guy. What? He's down there. What? Who's this guy? Okay. Thanks for the memories. No thanks for these memories. Yeah. Point taken. Dance, dance your way off stage. Point taken. Point taken. <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah. Oh, beautiful analogy. Oh, man. You don't get that gold here. See, this is what this is the time during the show where there's see like, now somewhere there's a lonely bruncher laughing, laughing. At, at his own table, right? And everybody else is like, "I wish I was that happy at brunch." Man, mm -hmm. We got all these people here, and this dude's having a better time than we are. <laughs> Hashtag lonely bruncher unite. Hashtag lonely brunch. Um, I love it. All right, the other one I want to talk about, Rihanna, Rihanna, <laughs> Rihanna, which is actually Rihanna. Yeah. But uh, well, that's a dis different discussion for another day. Yeah, you know. It's actually Rihanna, even though everybody mispronounces it. But that's okay. So she gets she does four performances. It's like, isn't branding... Branding is what your, uh, like your audience or your consumer bases think of you or how they feel about you. So if the entire country feels that she's Rihanna, she's Rihanna. Yeah, yeah like Drake, Drake, Drake called her Rihanna. And like, obviously he knows better. He would think. He would, well, you'd think, yeah. 
But uh, so yeah, she gets the Video Vanguard mm-hmm. Award, which yeah, like even she said it, like at 28 years old, that's like crazy. Yeah. And it's not that she doesn't deserve it, but it's like, yo, bro, she's just like, she's just getting started. She's still got a long way to go. Well, no. She's still got a long way to well, go. What's wild is Ponder Replay came out in 2005. Yeah, that's nice. You know what I mean? Like, Umbrella's 10 years old. Like, she's been around forever, but she's we, still, like, we, super young. We grew up with Rihanna. <laughs> we friends. I mean. She's younger than all of us. Dude, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it is, it's nuts when you think about, like, just how many, how many hits Rihanna has. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, like, I went to see Rihanna in concert, like, last, I think, no, it was, it was, like, May. I saw Rihanna in May, and I was just, like, just, just the amount of hits that she has is insane. Like, it's, I don't, it's just insane. It's crazy. Like, I can't believe yeah. how many hits she has at, like, at that young as she is. But then you realize, wait, we've been listening to Rihanna since college, you know? Like, it's right. insane. Yeah, like, 10 years, yeah. 10, over 10 years it, into Rihanna. She's got at least 10 years left. Oh, God, of, yeah. like, of, like, bangers. No question. So, and those performances were incredible. Like, really especially good. that last one. For some reason, that last one stuck out just because she, like, completely slayed everything. She showed off her vocal range. It was really about the vocal and not a whole lot of performance based, like with all the white and everything. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. If if Beyonce stole the show, Rihanna took a piece of it. She took a piece. She took a piece home with her. Um that was crazy. That was crazy good. I gotta I gotta see Rihanna live again. It's been like nine years. So uh but she deserved it. Heck of a show. Interesting show. Interesting show. show. Not a lot of awards given out, which is of course true. Yeah, that's <laughs> Um, that's award shows now is like it's performances there's no no one gives out awards shouts to, to the boys 21 pilots best rock video for heathens shouts to that my boys are repping good god yeah but uh yeah wow. all right vma thoughts rock were they okay so there was a rock best rock video is what they got yeah was there like a were there categories for rock and alternative yes mm-hmm. Because I feel like they're more like alternative. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, rock is. I think it was no, it was just rock. Weird... I doubt there was alternative though. Yeah, like you're right. They just categorize like everything that mm-hmm. is indie rock and alternative. As if you rock. have an electric guitar, you're a rock. Pretty much. That's what they. Uh, yeah, that's 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 <laughs> yeah. MTV. That's yeah. MTV. Yeah. All time lows oh, yeah. video should have won. I don't know if you guys have seen their video for Missing You, but it's actually incredible. You'll probably get it. chills when you watch it. I just I love. I the love video. that song. I love that song. I haven't seen the I'm video. I'm biased too because I, I know those guys now and like I, I but I love that video though. Well ain't you a bitch. <laughs> those are my homies. I know. Now, man. I'm so jealous. He was texting me about that shit and I was like, all right, I hate you. Yeah, those are my officially. guys now. But uh um, but yeah, th- that video is awesome. So if you get a chance to see it, missing you all time low. It's just a it's just a super cool video. Like Okay. You'll get chills when you watch it. Alright. Yeah. Check it out. It's a great song. Yeah. I don't deny that. Um all right. Down the menu. All right, well, Down the menu. let's get into uh, this iPhone release. And uh, so iPhone 7, the Apple had their big event. They announced a bunch of different things. Apple Watches, all this other different crap. They announced yep. new updates, too, and all that. Well, iPhone 7 will not have a headphone jack in it. So that means Ugh. the aux cord is now done. It is Dead. done. R.I.P. It, it, like, the, the future of the aux cord does not exist anymore. Like... It's done. So basically, whenever we all get our new, our next upgrades of phones, aux cord's done. I hate it, man. Is it so? Then is it just? Is it? The, does the phone come with like Bluetooth headphones? Or yeah, something? it comes yeah. with little. They're called ear pods, right? They're called mm-hmm. ear pods, and they basically yeah. look like 
two of like the old, you know, like the Bluetooth ear things. It's like, yeah, it's it's like it, it's like an it's Apple like headset with the. It's like a an Apple earphone, and it's just cut the wire Stupid. off. Stupid. It's got the little length on it still. Stupid. That's dumb. Yeah, it's still a little long because it mm-hmm. still has the microphone. Yeah, in it, it looks like, like those those Bluetooth sets that were you know popular in like two thousand five, two thousand six before people realized how dumb they were. And, yeah, uh, the, yeah, yeah, and that's what they look like, and it, it's they look sort of like that, but yeah, it's it's just it's stupid, man. It's really dumb. I don't know why you're gonna people are gonna lose those things so quick, and apparently they cost one hundred and fifty nine dollars to replace. That's what they said. Yeah, one hundred and fifty nine dollars to replace. But if you want to use a regular headphone jack, you have to buy an adapter that goes into like the that goes into the lightning jack. And like, then right. you can do that. But apparently that's just going to drain your battery or something is what like all these industry experts are saying. And it just looks stupid. So you have to carry around an adapter if you want to use a regular headphone jack. Does it really drain your battery? I heard that. That's what, that's what industry sure that insiders are saying. But like, I mean, no one's got the phone yet, so you can't ask people. But that's what they're saying. Those look, those, I'm looking at a picture now. Yeah. They look ridiculous. It's stupid. Um, stupid. Is the, what's happening with the size of the phone? It looks the same. Yeah, it looks so the, it's yeah. Not there's gonna be a seven and smaller. yeah. There's gonna be a seven and a seven plus. It doesn't look. I don't. I don't remember them saying anything about it being bigger than what the six is. I think that's about it. It's gonna be as big as what the iPhone six is. I'll ride. I'll ride with my six as long as I can, man. I I don't want a phone bigger than this. I know that for sure. Yeah. And like, if that if me if me upgrading my phone means it's gonna like like inconvenience yes. me in that way with all this yeah, stuff. I'm not going to do it. it. Like I always wonder with these companies, like, and I know these aren't like, these aren't comparable companies, but like, I guess the question I'll put it out there first that I always wonder is when is a company or a brand or something like that going to get too big? And like, I wondered that with ESPN actually for a long time. I'm like, when is this just going to get too big where like, and even just like this, like sports in general, when is, you know, college football going to get like so big that it's too big and, and the, uh, you know, the framework of it all just like kind of starts to collapse. And like you see at ESPN yeah. now they're, they're losing subscribers and stuff like that because, you know, I, I feel like we've got no point now we're like oversaturated with stuff, but I wonder too. So like with this, with Apple and the iPhone and everything like that, I just wonder at what point are people going to say like, stop like you're 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 clearly doing these things even with the six they they redid the the power jack for right, it so yeah. you had to get new cords for everything and it's like it, it, to upgrade your phone now and get what they're providing you you have to pay so many hundreds of dollars yeah it's got to get to a point where people are just going to stop going along with the trend yeah it's like it, it's not it can't always be about money you're always forcing people to upgrade and now they have to buy these headphones and if they replace them like you said it's like 160 bucks it's like, it's like they don't run this by anybody. They have to run this by a panel of normal people. I almost feel like they're, they're, right? they're like in there like, what what can we do this time that people yeah. will you know go for? Yeah. Like, like well, how much money can we get out of them this time? That's what it's got to be. That's what it's got to be because they're just trying to be so unique and so different from everybody else. But it's forcing you to have to spend more and change your way of everything that you do normally. It can't just be 
the same. Like the headphone jack. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's me? the part I just I just don't understand. Dude, like, Uber rides. Uber rides will never be the same ever again. No, they won't be the same ever again. Like you can't pass the aux cord, and I don't feel comfortable giving you know someone's car that I don't know my Bluetooth. You know what I mean? Have it connected. It's yeah. like you can I can control my whole phone no, from there. I don't really. Yeah. I don't like I don't feel comfortable doing that in somebody's random car. You know. Maybe and Uber paid them like, off. For like the generation of people of like people that own cars, do you understand how long it's going to be like? Obviously, cars that are coming out today all come equipped with Bluetooth. Yes. It's a pretty standard thing. But, yeah. like, there's a lot of people driving cars that are five years old yeah. or older that aren't going to buy another car maybe for five or ten more yeah. years. Yeah. So, how, how for me – I don't have Bluetooth in my car. I'm not going to get an iPhone 7. I'm going to need another car in the next five years. Uh, or I'm not going to need another car in the next five years, but I'm going to need another phone probably. Yeah. I'm not going to get a phone that doesn't work in my car. That doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Yeah. See, that's a great point. That's no, a great that's, point. An ama- that, that's an amazing point. Because, like, my car is 2013, so therefore, like, yeah. But if your car is, like, 2010, you know what I mean? If you have a yeah, 2010 I have an 09 or 2009, car, and I don't have you that. know, which is not yeah. an old car, like, you don't have it. You know what I mean? Or 2011, whatever. You probably, you may not have Bluetooth, or maybe it was, like, it may have been an option you had to pay for. Now Bluetooth is just in right. every car, you know? Right. Like, it's just it, – it's it's ridiculous. I don't know what they think they're doing with this one. It's, it just makes me mad. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm, a, I'm not a fan of I'm – I'm, I'm a fan of change. I like change, and that's cool. And I know sometimes when Apple changes things or companies change things, we're like, oh, man, we don't like this or whatever. But, you know, and you adapt to it. But this one just seems like a major inconvenience. Like – I have no problem with the wire on my headphones. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't want... And if you want Bluetooth headphones, there are a million <laughs> companies yes. that make them. Yeah. Like, so why couldn't Apple just release a normal freaking phone and then also at the same time release some cooler looking yeah, uh, form of Bluetooth yeah. headphones that they, yeah. have, and they have right now and just, you know, make money both ways? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, that's stupid. Do you think it comes back ever? Do you think like this is it might gets a lot of negative feedback and like maybe maybe not like the seven S or CE or whatever the hell they do there, but maybe like eight. I bet. I mean, it comes back. I imagine whatever they do there because you know they always. I hope the the sales get. I hope they get hurt in sales because you're making all these points and a lot of people have to be thinking the same thing and they would feel that impact in sales. It's not going to hurt the sales. It's not going to hurt the sales because the thing that Apple has against us and like like how you were saying, Chris, like do companies get too big and it's kind of the same thing with Apple and ESPN because. Apple is so big, they have the phone that, like, everybody wants to use. I'm not going to start using a Samsung phone. Like, I'm not. Like, I'm not going to go back and start using Android stuff because I just literally don't like it. I have no problems with my iPhone. And Apple now has, like, you know, they've got the streaming service. They have Apple Music. It's literally on your phone. Like, they have all these things that we use now. It's like if you have an iPad, like, if you get one Apple product, you just keep getting another Apple product and another Apple product because they all just sync together. And it's just like, and I have Apple TV also, so it's just like everything works. in like, everything works in unison with Apple. So it's like I'm not, they have me. They have me stuck in the same thing with ESPN. Like all these other, you know, brands can come up and like Fox Sports can come up and try to do what they do. But it's like ESPN for the longest time was the only thing we had. So you have an, you have generations of people who know no different. And so like, yeah, it's just it's going to take so it's going to take something to come on that's damn near perfect to even make a dent in what these companies like that have done. 
You know, it's yeah, it's a it and sucks because it's almost like a monopoly, but it's just never it's 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 just like you just don't see that ever changing. It is, and part of that is that they it's not like you can just keep buying an iPhone six and it's going to keep working. Yeah, eventually the battery slows down, the processor slows down, things get clogged up, you get your memory full, mm-hmm. and then then they stop supporting it. Right. So then you can't upgrade the iOS software, so you have to get another one phone. You're forced to get another phone. Uh, not not that they're going to do that right to the six right away, but like and, iPhone yeah. like four and five. That happened to me, man. They're going to die. I had an iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> iPhone. I had the, the iPhone. iPhone. The iPhone. That's right. Until, you did have in, the iPhone until the number five came out. I had the iPhone. Okay. <laughs> big holdout. And then they stopped supporting it, and I was like, "Well, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I got to get yeah. a phone now. Yeah, upgrade. Yeah, I, upgrade I will rock the six. As long All as the can. way till iPhone 10, <laughs> or until they come out with another version that allows they me stop, to stop. Yeah. yeah. Until the headphone jack comes back. Yeah. Hashtag hold out for headphones. Team. Team. Team Jack. Hold out for team Jack. Headphones. <laughs> oh, man. oh man. Well, uh, I'm watching an NFL game on right now, and or did, did did Twitter start doing their thing yet, or is this Thursday night games? What's the deal with that? Uh, Twitter is planning on live streaming Thursday night NFL games. Uh, so you can watch it like basically on any device, which is like kind of amazing. Like if you want to talk about like a hallmark moment for social media mm-hmm. is to like be able to break into the absolute giant when it comes to TV ratings yeah, and like actually be able to stream something on the internet that anybody can watch where like all the NFL has done over the past decade is do everything possible to prevent illegal streams yeah <laughs> yes they have so it's crazy it's interesting and yeah and it makes me wonder how like tv is going to change because like like even if you look at it now like there are some uh networks that are paying like millions and millions of dollars to you know update their their sets like you're talking about the the set at the mtv movie awards like there are like you know different networks that are doing that, and they're putting millions of dollars into this. And like, I keep thinking, like, in ten more years, like, am I gonna? How am I even? Are we even gonna be watching it on a TV where we could appreciate how nice the set is, or are we all gonna be sitting on our couches watching it on different devices and not oh, even man, being? I hope not. And another thing is like, I think about like, um, like so it's Comcast here uh, for the the cable and. Uh, Comcast already offers like a, a laundry list of networks where you can watch it online mm-hmm. on your computer. So I just wonder with like, you know, the technology and TVs get get getting more and more advanced to the point where TVs are so expensive now and, and stuff like this happening where you're streaming things on social media, it makes me wonder how our watching habits are going to change. Yeah, and you have PlayStation coming out with their TV thing that's coming out. You see the commercials now. You can do it a little bit on Xbox and different things like that. Obviously, computers and tablets. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's definitely it's definitely changing in a in a weird way, and I don't know how cable companies and satellite companies are going to react to it. But they better do something because they're putting that stuff out everywhere for anybody to be able to watch. Like yeah? it's funny whenever we have um because we have our huge award show, the, the Radio Disney Music Awards, and like every year that I've been here, so it's been two years, uh, two RDMAs. It's like the way they've gone over the stats and the way that kids watch things or like our our age demographic watching basically under 18 watches stuff is fascinating to me like the first year it's like they're talking about okay 
they're they're talking about the ratings on TV, right? And then 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 this past year, they they give us not only the ratings on TV, but then they give us like the Twitter interact, they give us the social media interactions, they give us like whatever the the DVR plus seven is because that's a whole thing now too. It's like they don't just count the day somebody watches something anymore to keep a TV show on or to tell you if a sporting event was like well rated. They actually count like how many times this show is watched on demand and how many people have DVR'd the show and watched it over seven days. So it's like you really don't get true ratings back for a show for a week now. Because it's like some, it's wow. like, yeah, it's like if you're watching some huge show on like CBS or something like that, like you'll get it like you, you know that instantly. And then like the plus seven really doesn't matter that much. So it's like Big Bang Theory, 14 million people watch it every week. They don't really care about anything else. But like when you have these like other shows that are on like FX or HBO or whatever, they take all of these things into account where you're just like, wait, their ratings weren't that good on TV. But then you look at everything else and it's like so many people were watching this show on in a million different ways. And it's kind of the same way with music now too. It's like, you know, people are, Ill, people count the illegally downloaded things and they are like, Oh yeah, well they, this thing, this song, this song may not have sold that well, but it's been streamed a billion times. It's been illegally downloaded a million times. And it's like, yeah, well <laughs> this person's extremely popular. Just, you know, no one buys music anymore or whatever. People just don't consume things the way that they used to. It's, it's all really interesting. And, and with sports, I think we're going to end up paying like a dollar for an event. I really think that's what's going to end up happening. I don't know when, Ew. but I think with sports, we're going to end up paying like you're going to be able to watch whatever you want, but you're going to have to say, pay yeah, you're open a dollar an event. Like whatever. Like I'm watching Chiefs Chargers are on my TV right now. Like I, they would probably have a screen that would like you can watch any of these NFL games, but you have to pay a dollar to watch them because I just don't well, see how the- it exists without that at this point. Yeah, so I mean, I think I feel like we've talked about this on past episodes where, like, and Didi's talking about like user habits, yeah. listening habits, watching habits, stuff like that. Like, we know now that that on-demand stuff is is really growing in popularity as compared to yeah. watching things live anymore, um, or just consuming yeah. media in general. Uh, so, like, when you think about that, like a dollar for to watch a game or something like that, like the amount of money that we pay for Comcast just to get the sports channels compared to how much of that sports content we actually consume. We pay way too much for it. There's no way that's going to last. There's no way that that, that can, that can hold up because now, Hey, on Thursday nights, I can go on my absolutely free Twitter app and I can watch this NFL game. And like, thank God for Reddit. If you go on Reddit during the season for any league, just go to like Reddit NHL streams or Reddit MLB streams you can stream any game that you want for completely, you know, for absolutely free. So um, I think things are going to change in a big mm-hmm. way. I just, it's kind of impossible to, to predict yeah. now. RIP uh, Justin TV. That was an old one. <laughs> Justin TV. Dude, Justin TV, uh, what is it? The VIP box it's is what I use the most. Else. I use VIP box. Mm-hmm. I, I don't pay for any boxing matches I watch. I'm a huge boxing fan. I don't pay for any boxing. I just go to VIP box. I've been doing that for years because that's what I and I do the same thing for like penguins games whenever they're not on or whatever and you know I'll watch it I watch a ton of stuff on VIP box or go to the WWE network you get that for 9.99 a month you get all the pay-per-views <laughs> everything that you could want for 9.99 it's a fantastic deal cuz pay-per-views usually like 60 yeah. bucks and so for 9.99 a month you get all of them plus all this original content 
old matches. Dini, Fantastic stuff. At what point do you think you and I are going... Like, how long is it going to take us to actually find out that Dan is getting paid by WWE? <laughs> Someone's got to know something. Like, we need to find somebody inside of Dan's finances to be able to see, like, yeah. the, the money that gets deposited into his account from WWE. Because every week, <laughs> he slides in, not just that he's a fan of WWE, because it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, a, I'm a fan. But he throws an ad. Yeah, every time <laughs> he promotes the network, and he knows like he knows like the terms and conditions and shit. Like, yeah. how is that possible? And you get your first month free if you download your new subscriber. You get your first month free. I'm serious. You get your first month free. And he's like, speaking of Comcast, and he's like, oh, and two our people on the West Coast, Time Warner, nine ninety nine yeah. WWE <laughs> package. I'm like, what? What are you? Like, who are you? Like, what is happening right now? Nine ninety nine a month, and you get it on you can on your tablet, on Xbox, PlayStation. Man. On the go. What a deal, Dan. It's a fantastic wow. deal. Fantastic deal. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Yeah. But yeah, how, oh, we watch, how we watch sports is going to be interesting. Because right now it's like to get ESPN 2, you have to, you're like getting like HGTV and all this other stuff with it or whatever. It's so weird. Like, because that's how these yeah. whole things stick together like that. Like, you're, you're paying for one, you, to get one channel, you have to get all like 20 of these channels. Like, yeah. Yep. Stupid. Like I don't need I don't need to pay the what are probably like twelve dollars mm. a month so that the SEC network is included in my cable yeah. package. I get that Tebow though. I don't get that Tebow. What, what? Yeah, well not yeah. anymore. He's with the Mets. No, the reason he signed with the Mets is because they're the only team that's going to let him keep his job with the SEC network. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why he signed with the Mets. It all makes sense though. Out. Good God, because he got ten offers or something. Think, dude, I I read an article this week that just like put that all into perspective with me, like. Every team in the in in Major League Baseball probably was thinking about signing Tim Tebow for spring training because everyone's spring training on the East Coast is where Florida. Where's Tim Tebow a god? Florida. Like, think right. about that. Like, wherever the Mets do their spring training, which is like Port Lucie or something like that in Port St. Lucie, yeah, yeah. In, in Florida, and it's going to be insane. Like, they're going to make yeah. so much money off of Tim Tebow just yeah. showing up there and just being around. Like, it doesn't matter what he does. That, that whole thing is just a big, I don't know. But hey, for we'll Tebow, you know, if he's, I'm sure he's getting a nice amount of oh, money yeah. from the SEC network. And then you t- top that off with, you know, the six figure probably deal that he signed with the Mets. Mm-hmm. Man, good for, good for you, yeah, dude. Tebow. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, I hope it works out for him. I'm not one of those people that hates Tim Tebow for no reason. It's like, what do you yeah. hate about him? Yeah. Like, there's nothing to hate about Tim Tebow. It's just like, you right. know, he's done nothing. Yeah, it's just like a guy who's just never going away. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, there's know, nothing right. they really hate about the guy. Well, um, True. anything you want to run through real quick, guys? Let's uh, let's get to music. Okay. Oh, because, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guy, I, I have to um, big things. Big things. I'm I'm, lo- I'm looking at houses Whoa! now. So, uh, along with the wedding chronicles, we'll have some type of. House Hunters episode one next First week. Come. With, uh, oh, I can't wait for that. Breakdown featured on the WWE Network <laughs> for nine ninety nine. First month free. It is. It's a hell of a deal. <laughs> yeah, now and now you're getting two pay per views now with the brand split and Raw and SmackDown. You're getting two pay per views a month. Get on oh, board. Oh god. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to music um, here. Uh, let's do it. What we're listening to. <laughs> Chris, start us off. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, What's pretty good this week? <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's pretty good? Yeah, we're going to change the name of the segment to Here's What's Pretty Good. <laughs> um, so Neck Deep actually released two different tracks off of its uh, Life's Not Out to Get You album. 
Um, but they are uh, uh, new renditions of two songs with um, the lead singer from Dashboard Confessional, uh, which you may remember, and then Mark Hoppus from oh, cool. Blink-182. So I highly suggest checking those out. And then there was a song that I recently heard on the radio from somebody named Kiara. Gold. Gold. And that song, the banger, beat, the beat in that song is really Yo. good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Fire. really good. Awesome song. Yeah. So the, I just got three this week, but that uh, okay. I thought I'd make you guys happy that I actually had a top forty song. Yeah, but that right? I'm surprised you said radio. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what something about that. It's like the beat's really mm-hmm. good, but it's also like, like I guess empty. Empty can be kind of like a like a negative adjective but like the beat is kind of empty yeah. and almost like a sense that it's basic mm-hmm. yeah but it's i don't know something about it works yes. it's a great style. yeah there's a few people yeah. making music that that is like that that has that sound where it's like it feels like you could do it but really you couldn't do it but it yeah, sounds right. like that like marion hill a band I've, I've talked about on the brunch breakdown too they make music that's similar to kiara as well and uh kiara, kiara's ep is called low-key savage is what her thing is called and oh, I enjoy savage. that. And okay. I enjoy that title a lot. So, um, but yeah, there's there's that. But yeah, Kiara Gold is really really good. Good nice. stuff. Good stuff. All right, first case from you this week. Do you want me to go? Or you you go, man. Yeah, man. I always go last. I'll go this time. <laughs> good stuff this week, as always. Always, as <laughs> always. Um, I never thought I'd enjoy a remix of a Blink One Eighty Two song ever, let alone like a pop punk <laughs> pop punk song. But Steve Aoki did it with Bored to Death. Uh. And it turned out really, really well. Really, really well. I was very pleasantly surprised. Uh, he keeps a lot of the natural parts of the song in with it, so that's why I can enjoy it. It's not like crazy out there. Um, it's probably what, like the, the best I could have imagined it, re- it being remixed because usually those songs don't go well in a remix. Uh, there's a lot of remixes out there that just suck. But Stevie Aoki, he's the man. He knows what he's doing. Bored to death remix from, from him. From him. Bastille. The album finally came out. I think it's 18 songs deep. It, it gets an A for me. A fantastic album. Uh, the song I'll suggest is Send Them Off. Uh, and the album is called Wild World. Get that album. Fantastic stuff from Bastille. Uh, yeah. It was kind of like the sophomore album from them. From their first album out a couple of years ago. Took the time off. Came back with 18 really good songs. Sometimes you get worried with, a, with an album that deep. It might not be good. Good stuff there. Uh, K-Flay, watch out for her. Watch out for her. And it's K, oh, this is going to piss Chris off. It's, <laughs> it's K, it's K period F-L-A-Y. K-Flay. That's at least how I picture okay. Flay. Okay. I was totally thinking you were going to say like, like Souffle and there's like a Z in there. No, yeah. yeah. You were very close. I was waiting. I was like, right. it's getting there. We're close. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's at least, it's, you know, spelled as it looks. Well, I'm gonna see. Watch out for her. Uh, the song I'm gonna recommend is "Blood in the Cut," uh, off of her first four-song EP called "Crush Me," which is out now. Um, has like like moody lyrics, and it's like this hip hop. She's kind of got a hip hop background. There's like a punkish, not like pop punk, but like a punkish vibe to it. Uh, some of the lyrics kind of cut deep at the beginning, but it's a very very cool song. Very cool vibe, different sound. K Flay, check her out. Watch out for her. I'm telling you you right now when we do brunch 154 we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about her world tour um brunch 154 is gonna be in like we do 28 brunches a year <laughs> like Pitt and west virginia play each other 
we'll see. We'll see. Okay, maybe sooner than that. Maybe oh, sooner man. than that. Um, the Mowgli's. Mo- Are they back? The group? They're oh, back. Man. The Mowgli's out with new music. I love the Mowgli's. Yeah, Chris is a big fan. Big fan. Very positive. Very very light. Very. Uh, they almost sound like kids, Bob. Very almost. close. But For yeah. adults. For adults. Uh, great sound. It's always positive. <laughs> it's always positive music. Uh, their newest single is called Bad Thing. Uh, it's really good. It's pretty good. Um, the album called Where'd Your Weekend Go is out September 30th, so I'm sure I'm going to have more from them. But that's the first single, and it does not disappoint. And last one, shouldn't surprise you. I mentioned Bastille's albums come out. The other album that I'm promoting for the last like eight and a half weeks, Group Love. Big mess. <laughs> it's finally out. 11-song album. Uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, check out Good Morning. Also, uh, the one that I would point out on the album. Awesome stuff. It's tremendous group love magic. I can't wait to see them live once again. But uh, I think everybody should at least enjoy that track. So that's what I got for you this week. Didi, what's pretty good? <laughs> what's pretty good this week? Um, these two girls, their band is named Pharaoh. And this goes, and it's not spelled like it should. It's spelled F A A. R R O W, so I feel like Dan. Yeah. But yeah. The, these two girls. I know who you're talking about. The song I called Shut like Up, that. and it is as catchy and as poppy as you can possibly get. So when you listen to this song, understand you need to be in a mood to listen to an extremely poppy song because it is. The windows down, it's Jam. really good, though. Windows down, Jam, Chris Gates. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely a windows up jam for sure. Windows up. <laughs> you do not want to be. You do not want to be a straight male at a stoplight with that song playing. I'm just letting you know right now. Um, but it's really good. Uh, but it's but it's pretty good. Um, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> through the late night, Travis Scott just put out a new album. Um, with the great title called "Birds in the Trap," sing Brian McKnight. That is what the title of his album's called. He's got the song on it called "Through the Night," "Through the Late Night" with Kid Cudi, which is really good. And if you liked Kid Cudi's like first two albums, you're going to really like this song because it kind of it's like Travis Scott brings Cudi back into that place he was in like '09, and it's just really good. And it even like samples Day and Night for a little bit, so it's really good stuff. Um, nice. Vince Staples uh, has got the song called "Smile" that I really like off his new EP, and. Uh, yeah, and he's got he performed on Fallon. So if you get a chance he, this past week, so if you get a chance to check that out, if you're on YouTube, bored at work, whatever, look up Vince Staples' "Smile on Fallon" and you'll uh, you'll enjoy that performance. And then uh, the last last one is I was in my car, right? I was in my car with with Siobhan and Avril Lavigne's girlfriend came on, right? And it's on 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 on, on, uh, on what, whatever it's serious the two thousands whatever the yeah. Pop DK. Pop, yeah, Pop DK. I don't know why I can't think of that. Pop 2K. <laughs> it's on. And that comes on. She goes, I really like the remix of that song better. And she's like, and I was like, wait, what? She was like, you know, the one with Little Mama. And I was like, oh, my God. Little Mama and Avril Lavigne had a song, the Girlfriend Remix. And I don't even remember listened that. To it. I listened to it as soon as I got home. And I was like. It's amazing because the beginning starts with Little Mama just saying, <laughs> it's Little Mama and Avril Lavigne. And. Oh, that's yes, right. And it is amazing. It's going on the playlist this week, so you all listen to it. And <laughs> that is that is, they're, they're, that's my throwback jam of the week. Girlfriend remix, Avril Lavigne, and Little Mom. Dude, I'm surprised you didn't I'm surprised you didn't put on Gucci Snakes. <laughs> no, I didn't put that on. From Tyga? No, I'm not. Tyga's back, bro. Tyga Chris loves Tyga. Chris loves Tyga. Put the lime in the coconut. <laughs> 
Rack City. Rack Rack City. It's it's Tiger and, and who's it? Tiger and Designer. Yeah, Tiger and Designer. Oh, it's so good. No, it's good. I just the song's too long. It's like five minutes and twenty it's seconds. Five minutes long. and twenty seconds. Because like, because I, I was listening to the song and I was like, oh, Listen, this is good. DD. Then I was like, it's still on. Why is it still on? 30, 30 seconds of Tiger is too long. <laughs> Okay. We gotta get you to listen to this one. It might be good. For you, you might, you might like it. It's good. You might it's like good. it. Uh, also, three minutes, also, not five. Also, new uh, Kings of Leon, they're back, and new Gaga. I'm glad we didn't, you know, that came out. Real quick, thoughts? Did you like it? Perfect oh, Illusion? Oh, fun story. I probably should have started out the episode with that. Oh, like, two hours before that song got oh, premiered, yeah, you got released, I got to listen to it before it was released. My boy Austin, I'm on the air. Austin's on the 17th floor, so he's in the same building. Shouts to Austin, he, good guy. Call, he calls me four times while I'm on the air. Four times. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? There's like something going on. He's like, we got the new Gaga. And I, he was like, I got the new <laughs> Gaga. Got, got, got. What time are you off tonight? Because I want you to premiere the song. And I was like, dude, I'm off at eight. He's like, oh, all right, well, you can listen to it. It's in the system. So I was like, sweet. So I listened to the song, and I was like, all right. And I listened to it a couple times, and I like brought my producer in. And I was like, all right, this song, okay. And then... Yeah, I'm not all that impressed with it. Like, I'm just like, it's. I need to listen to it more. Yeah, I need because it's 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 different. It's, it's, it's a just little 80, it's 80s rock. It's like her trying to be somebody else again. Like it's weird. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like she's trying to be Bruce Springsteen or Bowie in the 80s or Madonna, of course. Yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. I'm it's just different. like, eh. so, Gaga, Gaga's back. Perfect illusion. Um, all right, boys. Well, I think that wraps up another yes, edition. It does. Of the brunch breakdown, uh, here for you, lonely brunchers. That's right. We're here for you as always. Uh, Chris, tell them where they can find you. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, make sure that you're following us on Twitter at Brunch Breakdown. Uh, we have a Facebook page as well. The website is chrisanddanpodcast.com. Uh, Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. DD is on Twitter at DDIsBoard. And I am on Twitter at Chris underscore At WWE Network. <laughs> of course. And we very much appreciate everybody listening to Brunch 16. And uh, we look forward to chatting with you lonely brunchers on Brunch 17. In two weeks, we'll see you again at the Later. table.